0: Hello, I am Brother Chris and welcome to One Living Word where we examine and share spiritual lessons on one or more verses from one chapter of the Bible. Today we're focusing on the topic, Stubborn Love based on our reading of Zechariah chapter 11 and verse 15. Let us hear what the Lord has to say in this passage of Scripture. And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. One of the things that the children of Israel struggled with from the time they left Egypt was idolatry. Sometimes when we look at the life of the children of Israel, we are tempted to believe that we don't have the same problem as them. But what most of us fail to realize is that the nature of we inherited from Adam and Eve is the same nature that will always struggle to put God first. We always find it easy to do the things that will pacify our kind of nature. We will find it more, much easier to stop talking to someone who does us wrong than to approach them in love and sort out the difference. We find it much easier to highlight the weaknesses in others than to spend time at the feet of Jesus interceding on their behalf. We find it much easier to bear false witness against our neighbor than to defend them when someone is speaking about them in a bad way behind their back. As we look at the life of the children of Israel, we will see that because of their fallen nature, these people found it much easier to worship self than to worship the creator of heaven and earth. At times in the life of the children of Israel, they struggled with placing other gods before God. And even though God gave them warning after warning, they continue to struggle with the sin of idolatry. In Zechariah chapter eleven, we see the situation getting to the point where God decided to allow them to be led by foolish shepherds. In verse 15 we see the Lord saying the following And the Lord said unto me, Take unto thee yet the instruments of a foolish shepherd. Matthew Henry in his commentary provides the following insightful information and I quote 1. They shall be under the inspection of unfaithful ministers. Their scribes and priests and doctors of, of their law shall bind heavy burdens upon them and grieve to be born and with their traditions imposed shall make the ceremonial law much more a yoke than God had made it. The description here given of the foolish shepherd suits very well with the character God gives of the scribes and the Pharisees in Matthew chapter 23. Number two, they shall be under the tyranny of unfaithful princes that shall rule them with rigor and make their own land as much a house of bondage to them as ever Egypt or Babylon was. When they had rejected him by whom princes decreed justice, it was just that they should be turned over to those who decree unrighteous decrees. Number three, they shall be imposed upon and deluded by false Christ and false prophets as Christians, f- as, sorry, as our Savior foretold. Matthew chapter 25, 24 and verse 5. Many such there were, who by their seditious practices provoked the Romans and hastened the ruin of the Jewish nations. But it is observable that they were never cheated by a counterfeit messiah till they had refused and rejected the true messiah." Here we see God allowing the children of Israel to be placed in a situation which, which consists or consistent with the choices that they made. Although God allowed them to be placed in this situation, it was not his intention to use this situation as a whip over their head. It was God's intention to place them in a situation that would allow them to understand the gravity of the choices that they made. What we need to understand is the fact that God is not willing that any of us should perish. There are times God will have to place us in uncomfortable situations to bring into sharp focus the need for us to respond or to respond of our transgressions and allow him to help us to walk in the path of righteousness. The Bible reminds us of this in Revelation chapter 3 and verse 19. And I quote, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous therefore, and repent. Here we see John reminding us that it is because of the love God has for us why he chastens us. It is because of the love that God has for us, why he uses certain circumstances in our lives to correct the wrongs that we have done and are still doing. And notice carefully that John highlights what God expects the chastening to do for us. God wants to lead us to repentance. Thank you, Jesus. Today, God is reminding us that at some point in our lives, He will have to place us in certain situations or circumstances to correct the negative things which are occurring in our lives. It is my prayer that we will continue to surrender every single year of our lives to the total control of the Holy Spirit so that when God decides to correct actions in our lives, We will respond in a positive manner and repent of our transgressions. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your blessing and your mercy upon us. We thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness and your watch over us. We thank you, Lord, that your stubborn love never leaves us. You do everything in your power to rescue us from the clutches of the enemy. We pray today, Lord, that you will continue to be with us and protect and guide us and do what you need to do to bring us onto the right path we pray through Jesus Christ, O Lord. Amen. Have a blessed and holy Spirit-filled day.